video soon. There we go. Hey, what's happening? Hey, right. hold on. About damn time. All right, I'm hanging up on you. Hi, sis. How you doing? It's been a hell of a fucking... Speaking on my sound recorder over here. Yeah, let me test your levels. What's up, everybody? Hey! <laughs> Welcome to Lights, Camera, Cocktails. Cocktails! Now that we finally got that technical difficulties away and dealt with. Now I gotta hold this goddamn thing all damn night. I know, it's all oh. hot in here now. Shit. We tried to do this with the laptop, but that didn't work out so well. So we are doing our episode, and Zenobia is going to be on her phone. And you got the Burger King headset on. Look at you. Welcome to Burger King. Can I take your order? Well, I the BK Lounge life. I am doing that work from home life, so I got to be answering phone calls. So I got this headset. So that's what I'll be sitting at. There you go. My desk hey, can all you day. Turn this light up. We're hella dark over here. All right. Uh, are you ready to drink? Because I'm ready to drink. Fuck. I've been mean wanting to drink for like the last forty minutes. I miss you. I miss you too. How was your week? <sighs> it was weird. So so. But you know, we here. Yeah. <laughs> we we still here. We still drink it, and we about to mm -hmm. have a great drink. All right. So uh, I got all my ingredients, but yeah. you're the bartender. So so show me what's up. So we are gonna yeah, make. I'm gonna help him. Okay, good. I miss you. Hey, Smash. <laughs> What's up, girl? Okay, so we gonna do the Jesus cocktail. Okay, the Jesus cocktail. The All Jesus right, I'm cocktail. Down. So you're gonna need one ounce of Southern yeah, Comfort. Yeah, we didn't make it that way, and that's uh, fine. So we're going with reliable over here. I just wanted to tell you that My I, old friend Jameson. I knew that your girl Jameson was gonna be there. I was like, that's what they're going to use because I put, I made sure I put on the thing whiskey so you could do whatever you want. But I wanted some Southern go. Comfort, so that's what we're going to drink today. I would have loved some Southern Comfort, and I got excited, but all I saw was Cat Daddy. Okay, so you're going to do one <laughs> yes. ounce of Southern Comfort. One ounce whiskey. Got okay. it. We're going to, we're building this in our glass, okay, you guys? And you're going to put one tablespoon of grenadine. I had to go get today because I bought a big ass oh, bottle. Oh, a tablespoon. Yeah. Shit. I mean, you could okay. do it. You could do it as much as you want. I kind of add a little more because it added a little color to it. Gotcha. And I like the sweetness of grenadine. Um, there you go. You go I'm gonna do a half an ounce. Okay. That's and nice. Then you're gonna do a tablespoon of lemon juice. Tablespoon of lemon juice. So you gonna do that? I didn't. I didn't grab any tablespoons. So. I eyeballed mine too. I'm going like to eyeball it. mine, too. All right, here we go. I went out and I squeezed yeah, mine. This one's mine. <laughs> Get your own. There we go. Let's what else? It. And then you're going to top it with orange juice. Oh, yeah, the orange juice. I risked my life going to get some OJ today. <laughs> Me, too, for some orange juice and the grenadine because I just bought a big bottle, but it's mm -hmm. at your house. So, <laughs> How much OJ do we put? Just fill, I top it with it, so I just fill the rest of the glass with it. Got you. I mean, our glass is going to be a little different because I don't have our fancy rock glasses like normal. So mine is in a mason jar. Look at you. <laughs> so that's what that kind of goes with Southern Comfort, though. Yeah. So it makes sense. It makes so much sense. So that's All what right. I, And that's the Jesus cocktail. <laughs> Jesus cocktail. So, babe, I made yours a little strong. 
Clear you the already flag. spilled on the table. Oh. And this I, bartender life is hard. Oh, now you see. I didn't spill nothing. I was feeling all arrogant, and I didn't even put down the placemat like I normally do with us. I was like, it's just going to be me. Oh. I can handle myself. No. Yeah. No, it didn't work out that way. Thank you, Smash. All right, well, cheers life. to you, sis. Cheers. Cheers, babe. Clear the frame, not, you're on your face. It's weird not having you here. I know. It really is. Mmm, but I like that. Oh, that's good. Ooh. <laughs> and I got extra ice so that I can make some more. See, I taught you well. <laughs> I got it all crushed up and everything is ready to go. I did not have time to crush mine, uh, but I will. Yeah, it, it's good. I, I'm feeling good. All right, were you ready to start this podcast? I've been waiting all week to start this podcast. Yes. Uh, <laughs> what's happening, everybody? This is our last episode for March Madness, all my basketball fans out there. Yes. But before we get into the movie, please tell me that you're ready for a little bit of history. This is so weird from across two counties. I know. I don't like it. This needs to end. My favorite day of the of the week was ruined by having to be here and not there. It's all going to be all right. Okay. So we're going to do a little bit of herstory. Give me that herstory. Southern comfort. Even though you're not drinking it, I am. We're going to talk about it. Okay? We haven't done a Southern comfort yet, have we? We have not done a Southern comfort. So Southern, you know? <laughs> Southern comfort was created by New Orleans bartender. Martin Wilkes Hearn was uh-huh. a bartender in this bar that was just off of Bourbon Street, and he called the original name for this brand was called Cuffs and Buttons. Cuffs and Buttons? Yeah, I kind of like it though. All right. I mean, what 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 time frame am I looking at here? You're looking at 1874. So there okay. wasn't there wasn't too much to name things after I guess no, everybody had cuff, cuffs and buttons bow ties and suspenders time I think <laughs> yeah so this is 1874 when this happened and in okay. 1889 he moved to Memphis Tennessee Tennessee and Tennessee <laughs> <laughs> he got a patent for this recipe. And he changed the name to Southern Comfort, which we know now. And his slogan was non-genuine, but mine. Okay. I don't know what that really means, but that was his slogan for it. It blew up. It means he didn't invent it, but he's claiming it. But I'm claiming it. So that's him. Okay. They said that when they were selling it, they uh, they would only sell two shots or two drinks of it at a time. Because they said only a true gentleman would only have two. <laughs> two yeah, that's su- not the way gentlemen work nowadays. I know a true gentleman should binge drink. <laughs> Nobody's in. I don't know. That was one of their sayings. Um, it is a whiskey, but it's not necessarily like a whiskey whiskey. I don't know if that makes sense. So it's not a bourbon. It's not a scotch. It's okay. not a whiskey. I mean, it is. I guess that's what he, why he said it's not genuine, but it's mine. But it's mine because he they mix it with like fruit and spices in the rum, so it does uh-huh. or not the rum. I'm sorry, the whiskey, 
and it whiskey. does give like if you just drink it on its own it does give it like a little bit of a it it tastes like a different whiskey and i can understand why some people wouldn't like it who are See? like hardcore whiskey drinkers because it doesn't have that same well shit i mean good. Good. i'm a little sad that we you're not here because i haven't tried southern comfort before and now i'm not going to get to until the next time that we do a movie with southern comfort I'm just gonna come. No, fuck that! Bring the bring the leftovers of the bottle. <laughs> I can't guarantee. Uh, we were a little late tonight because I did have to make my dad the cocktail before I stopped. Is Mister Bracey drinking downstairs? <laughs> He's downstairs drinking his yeah. Jesus. <laughs> so that's a little bit of history on Southern Comfort, and I think that they mm-hmm. might be something that we're gonna have on the bar for a lot more because I actually like it. Okay. You want to tell everybody what movie you we're doing? Yet. He got game, people. If you didn't know, we're doing he got Jesus game. cocktail. You got game. She got game. We yep. got game in we life. Got... Behind the game. Behind the game. He got game. All right, let's dive into this podcast as the people want to see. Cause he got game. You got game. We got I game. I got game. <laughs> <laughs> I'm sorry. We're working off a of phone, so life is a little tough right now. We all adjusted to this new norm, which sucks. Yeah, I don't know how good the audio is going to be. I apologize in advance, people. But try uh, some. That's all right. Mm. This Jesus drink is good though. Jesus. Now, let me add. <laughs> how did you come up with this? Is it because Denzel asked for one of them orange joints in the movie? I did not even come up with this. I just typed in Jesus cocktail. This is what came out. I was like, "Ooh, Southern Comfort. That sounds good." And we did okay. talk about the orange Julius, and it had orange juice in it. I was like, okay, we in this. So, yeah, I did not I can't create... even taste the whiskey. I'm going to get fucked up. Yeah, I did. I told you the whiskey <laughs> tastes a little different than, like, normal. That's why I was saying it's not a whiskey whiskey. It's a little different. But you got your, your girl Jameson over there, and, you know, she she be doing it right. So, are you ready for the stats? Or he got game? Oh, I'm ready. Because he got game, you got game, we got game. We got game, she got game in life. Yep, all right, so. And life feel good or might sound a little something, but fuck the game if, if it ain't, ain't saying say nothing. nothing. If you ain't saying nothing. Okay, so. Oh, shit. Ooh, that's a lot. Damn, that's good, though. Okay, so. <laughs> I feel like homegrown poetic justice who keeps adding more alcohol to her drink. That's always me. It's like, come on, drink it to the middle. I think building it in your glass is a great idea because it eases in that whiskey so you don't take um, I just added like two shots of whiskey to my glass. Yeah, you see that brown on top? That's all whiskey. <laughs> all right, here we go. Ooh. All right, here, here we go. Here we go. So here we go. So this movie dropped on May 1st, 1998, baby. 1998. Yes, it did. Oh, yes, it did. And the budget for this movie was... 25 million dollars damn that's that's decent in today's money that's 39 million okay and it made 22 million are you serious today's money is 35 this movie lost money it did you gotta be fucking kidding me (laughs) i mean it costs a lot to pay denzel i guess maybe not but just people why did people go see it i went to see it in the movies I feel like we did too. Denzel is my mom's Will Smith, so okay. we always do go see his movies and you know make an effort to be like, "Ooh, Denzel," you know, because that's her bae. So I feel like we did go to the movie. I don't remember, but I do know that 
we watched it a lot and that my brother watched it a lot. I mean, I watched my mama's DVD this week. <laughs> yeah, I got the DVD. Yeah. I was like, mama, give me that. Let me watch that. So um, it's interesting. You know what's interesting is that I'm drinking while talking about this movie because the first time I ever got drunk was after I saw this movie in theaters. Mm-hmm. I was like 14, 15, somewhere around there. I remember I had licorice, nachos, and Dr. Pepper. The reason I know is because I got drunk for the first time and all that shit came up in reverse later that night. <laughs> no. That sounds like the That's worst. That's not going to happen comeback. tonight, though. I know. My bed is literally like feet away from me. All I have to do is just like collapse and I'm good. <laughs> After the podcast, yeah. must be nice. Yeah, just be like, all right, goodbye. I got to clean up all the cameras and the audio equipment and everything. <laughs> Tuck Ashley in, tuck Robin in. <laughs> See, I'm not there to be there, and you know. And we're drinking Jameson. You think she's gonna make it to the bed? She's gonna pass out on the couch. I should have bought a bigger bottle. I'm sorry, sorry, Smash. Okay, so you ready for the Rotten Tomatoes? Give me that Rotten Tomatoes. Rotten Tomatoes. Critics, eighty-one percent. Okay. Audience, eighty-three percent. Yeah. Zenobia, fresh Zenobia, or ripe Zenobia. I'm working on it. Um, <laughs> I'm going to give it about a 78. I feel like the okay. thing that's lacking is the story. Not that the story isn't good, but the plot of him getting out of jail just to get his son to sign seems very, very far-fetched. And that's like the first thing that you hear, and you're like, oh, okay. And the rest of the movie goes off of that. Not that the movie isn't great. Governor's made a request that your son, Jesus Shuttlesworth, seriously consider enrolling in his alma mater, Big State, if you persuade your son to do this. The governor's given me his word. He'll do everything in his power to cut your time here short. Uh-huh. That's just something that as soon as I started watching, I was like, hmm, that probably you wasn't You don't think that that would happen? No. You ever heard that, anything like that? Yeah. Really? Yeah. Not only that, I was talking to Ashley about this earlier. I'm not surprised that the penitentiaria and the governor didn't hold up any part of their end of the bargain. Oh, like I technically he got his son to do it. He just didn't sign it. I be- he didn't sign the letter I of intent. I do believe that if it did somehow happen that they would totally renege on it no matter what it is. Mm-hmm. But I feel like exactly. maybe if he was in for like selling drugs or, you know, maybe robbery, but like murder is kind of hard for me to swing for you to get out of jail or at least cut some time off, even though it wouldn't be like, it'd be more of manslaughter. It was an accident. I mean, he'd been in there for six years. It was an accidental murder, but murder nonetheless. Yeah, that's what I'm saying. Um, and therefore, it, they never disclose how long he's supposed to be in there. They don't give an actual, like, if he's in there for 25 to life or not. Yeah. I would think he's doing manslaughter, so it wouldn't be, I guess, maybe that's All they same. say is, I thought you were going to be gone for a really long time. Yeah. I don't know. That just threw me off. But once I got over okay. that, the rest of the movie was good. As far as basketball movies, I'm going to say it is a high B, like a B plus maybe. Mm-hmm. Because there's a lot that goes into this movie that didn't go into a lot of other basketball movies. And little like Easter eggs that you wouldn't notice unless you're a big basketball fanatic. 
like in the beginning when they're doing all those basketball montages, uh, he's showing famous courts in addition to, you know, playing in the barn in the Midwest and all that, playing on the beach at Venice, playing in Brooklyn on the Brooklyn Bridge. Matter of fact, the dude that is dribbling down the Brooklyn Bridge that you see a close-up of later on, that is Ed Booger Smith. Smith, excuse me. I already started drinking. Shit. (laughs) (laughs) Oh, yes, he did. Ed Booger Smith is another one of those what-if New York basketball players. Got all the gifts and talent in the world, and he actually did get out of New York for a little while, and he went to go play at Arizona State University, but... Eventually, he came back to New York, probably for the summer or what have you, and he never went back to school. You know, he was playing with a traveling team called the Kenny Kings. There's a whole documentary about it. Like we were talking about uh, Pee Wee Kirkland last week. Yeah. So he's on that documentary talking about Ed Booger Smith in like the (laughs) late 80s, early 90s, I'd say. Okay. So there's a lot of that kind of stuff that's in there. And not only that, you got so many actual basketball players in here doing these ESPN interviews. And there's yeah. simple things. There's simple things that basketball players appreciate about this movie. All the coaches. Like all the coaches. All the Those are crap. real basketball coaches. Lou Dolson, yeah. Rick Pitino, John Thompson, all of them. Dean uh, from North Carolina. All those guys are real coaches. Yeah. And, of course, they got to cap it off with Jordan coming in there saying he got game. He got game. He got game. How do you feel about <laughs> movies that use the title in the movie? It depends on how they do it. If they do it right, it can be good. If they do it wrong, it's really, really cheesy. How do you feel about this one? Michael Jordan is not an actor. Except we just talked about him about three weeks ago. <laughs> he did all right. He did all right. <laughs> but he can't say he got game without sounding. He can't say one line. Because as soon as I heard exactly. it, I was like, you guys are reaching. Mm-hmm. But yeah. But the little things that they do. Like uh, the fact that the camera doesn't cut, like we were talking about that last week, when Ray Allen and Denzel are shooting uh, jump shots from behind the uh, arc, and they're just going and going, and they're nailing two and three in a row, and the camera never cuts, I appreciate that. I appreciate how they show the similarities between the generations of Ray Allen, after he gets off the phone with somebody or whatever he does, He grabs his basketball and he starts dribbling under his legs while he's sitting on the bed. Same thing that Denzel is doing at at that time. That's part of your nightly ritual. That's your training. I used to do that for hours. Yeah, I did like that contrast. I did like that contrast of them uh, both doing the same exact thing. And I've dated Mm -hmm. guys and and had friends that would do that all the time. And I'd be like, okay, can you like stop? I'm tired of hearing like this noise all the time. Yeah. And I get why Can't you stop. do it. It makes Won't your stop. hands good. And, you know, you could do it without even thinking. But, mm-hmm. like, I, I love that they both do it. It's like something that he brought over from It gives you dad. the ability to practice without getting your legs tired. Yeah. And you can watch And TV. your back tired. No. <laughs> exactly. So you're still working on your ball handling skills all day long. Because mm-hmm. yeah. you're never done. All right. Well, so in that respect, yeah, I would give it like a high B. But I do get what you're saying about the story. I mean, they hired Ray Allen right out of college. He had just, I don't know if he even, he went into the NBA in 96. He was part of the 96 draft. So maybe right after the draft, they had him make this movie. 
It was after his first season. It was after his first season. Okay. Yeah. So he basically had one season. Spike walked went around. You know, he's a big mm-hmm. Knicks fan. You know, he's really big into basketball and in the whole oh yeah scope of all the upcoming players and stuff. Like we talked about this in Cleveland, how much he loves them. And um, yeah. So he said that he went around and he talked to different athletes and. He was basically looking for somebody that could pass for 18. So okay. let's just get into this about this let's movie. Let's get into it. So Spike Lee originally wanted this person, Jesus, to be played by no other than a Kobe Bryant. No shit. Kobe Kobe supposed to be okay. Jesus. So he came to Kobe and was like, hey, do you want to do this movie? Kobe read the script. He loved it. He thought that it was great and it would be fun to work with Spike Lee. But mm-hmm. he was coming fresh off of his rookie year. Yep. And so he hadn't had the best rookie year. And he shot a lot of air balls during uh, the playoffs. So he told Spike, like, look, I would love to be in your movie, but I can't because I need to spend the summer basically working on everything. Because, like, we know Kelby came straight after high school. Yeah. So he didn't know what. So the 96 season was filled with Hall of Fame basketball players, like you're saying, like Kobe, Mm -hmm. like Ray Allen, Tim Duncan, I believe, no, Kevin Garnett wasn't in there. Who else was in there? I think Vince Carter was in there. Stephon Marby was in there. There was a number of people that were in that 96 season. And like we said, uh, he, after Kobe turned it down because he couldn't do it because he needed to be the greatest basketball player of all time, which he sure did. He started going around looking for kids that were close enough to be an 18 looking to play it. And once he did, he rounded them up and made them have auditions because he really wanted to have a good basketball player that could act. Like That's crucial. That's what he wanted. So That's That's crucial. To find somebody that could play and could act is hard. Yeah. So who who else was uh, being considered? I don't know. I mean, I can look it up, but it was names I didn't Damn. know. I thought you would have told me because there was a bunch of basketball I thought, players. No. You said I thought no. I didn't, I didn't find nothing. I thought you knew some shit that I didn't know. Did you know there was going to be that Kobe was supposed to be in it? I didn't know about Kobe. There you go. No, I didn't know none of that. I, I don't know if I would have rather had Rick Fox. I like Rick Fox. Because he is a good actor. Even in this, he plays a good douchebaggy uh, fucking dude. And I know that he did audition for Jesus, uh, mm-hmm. and he didn't get it. Nah, he's too old. I know. That's why he fit better as, like, a dude that's been in college for a minute. Yeah. He could play a third-year college uh, undergrad or whatever it's called, mm-hmm. but he can't play a freshman in high school. He could have, like, deferred and went to the military for a couple of years, came back and played ball at Tech U. I don't care how old Rick Fox is. He's still fine, okay? People out there, you know who you are. He is gorgeous. He still look good with his silver fox hair. This movie's full <laughs> of fine black men, too. Here we go again. <laughs> Here we go every time. Every time. He's fine black men. Fine black men. Okay, so <laughs> Spike Lee. I just want to give you a fun fact on this. You ready? Give me some fun facts about Spike Lee. We've done how many movies? Like two or three now? I think this is just the second one. Yeah, two. Because we did Crooklyn. We did Crooklyn. But we did talk about him in Ali because he was considered to be the, considered, the yeah. director. Okay, so okay. Spike Lee's real name. Do you know what his real name is? No. Nah. 
His real name is Shelton Jackson Lee. Okay. And he got his nickname Spike from his mom when he was an infant. She probably saw him and was like, you're not going to be a big tough guy. We got to give you a big tough guy. Name. We got to give you a scary name. Yeah, because who's scared of Sheldon? Hmm? Nobody. No one. <laughs> Ain't nobody scared of a little dude, five feet nothing, this name Sheldon. Nope. Nope. No one cares. This was Spike Lee's first movie to open at number one. Yes, it was. So even though it See, might that's have- what's confusing me. It opens at number one, but then it doesn't make all its money back? I don't get it. I don't Shit. get it. What was going on in 98? I feel like we haven't done too many movies from that year, to be honest. I wasn't watching too many <laughs> movies in 98. I was watching the Lakers in 98. <laughs> I'm sure I was watching something. Okay, so this Spike Lee joint mm-hmm. is the first joint that is written and directed by Spike Lee that does not have him in it. Because, you know, he likes yep. to drop himself into movies. And the whole yes, time I was watching it, I was kind of wondering. I was like, well, where is this fool? He, he ain't going to show up. So, yeah. You know what I just realized? You're not here to cut me off. You're not here to give me shameful looks when I do this. <laughs> oh, shit. <laughs> oh. I could give you the look, but, you know, there's not just, much else I could do about it. I could just turn it away. <laughs> but I can't see you. <laughs> yeah. Don't see you don't you don't want to see this. You don't don't look, don't look. <laughs> the drink's good though, right? Oh yeah, it's real good. This is weird. I want to be able to like make the drink for you. I don't like you making your own drink. It's not bad. I'm doing all right. Okay. I'm improvising. I know you are. But that's my job. But it is, you know. It's I'm making it to my taste rather than the way you have me make it. Mm-hmm. Right. I mean the way you make it for me. Because when you make it, then it's like, oh shit. That one kind of grabs you by my boo-boo. But it'd be good. I just made it. Yeah, it's good. Uh, So, are you ready? Oh, shit. Yeah. I forgot I hope you made one. No, I did make one. But I forgot. Okay, because I didn't. No, I totally remember, but then I totally forgot to even say it. What is coronavirus in my brain? (laughs) All right. So Shit, I'm just seeing all of the uh, comments right now. I didn't realize... That everybody was talking shit or uh, just, well, saying stuff over here. Yeah, I would be Giovanni Jojo saying Ray Hallen has one of the best jump shots. I don't know why it's deleting from my history right here. All right, well, <laughs> grab your Jesus cocktail uh-huh. and get ready for the motherfucking drinking game. Yes, sir. There's a delay. There's a delay, but I, I felt it. <laughs> Alright, so you're going to take one simp One simp When someone says Jesus 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 Never like my name. I wouldn't like it either. And uh, today people kept asking me. I wouldn't even like to be named Jesus. That would drive me nuts. My friend was like, why does your book say Jesus? And I was like, oh, that's a cocktail name. (laughs) (laughs) Because these are rough times and I found the Lord. (laughs) Because I need Jesus. 
You know who needs them? Us in a form of liquor. And that's what we're doing today. <laughs> Coronavirus. All right, so <laughs> we're going to take one sample. When you One see sim. a slow mo of the ball flying in the air, I Here. love when he does that. Quite a few of them too. Oh yeah, and they're pretty cool. So there's some at the end. There's a whole lot in the beginning. Yep. There's some in the middle too. Uh, there's some in the middle. You're right. Yep. Even when um, they're sprinkled around there. Okay. So keep your eyes like out a lot. for when it's flying in the air. He captures some good moments on the court. Yeah. That's because he got some real players, you know. Mm-hmm. It's better than and having he's a actually. true. Uh, he has a real love for basketball. Yeah, and that always makes it better when you know and love your sport. What movie were we talking about? Where the person had never. Oh, remember the Titans? He had never mm-hmm. played or watched never football, studied no ba- uh, football or nothing like that. Yeah, he had no clue about any of it until until you know he had to go to like camp and. Not that that movie wasn't good, but it doesn't have that same feel of a movie. Well, that's, it that's a love did story. to a like, degree, but yeah. it was because of the cinematographer. Yeah, yeah. Not necessarily director. This was definitely director and cinematographer. Right. Don't take one simp. One simp. When someone asks what school he's going to. I would like to know where you're going. What difference does it make where I'm going? Nah, you don't know yet. This is the most I like important when, choice of your life. This will be the most important choice in your life. Like I told the rest of the world, I don't know yet. Not who Shit. you're going to marry. I like when Booger's got the sign up. Like, hey, everybody, he don't know yet. He'll know on April 11th. Leave us yeah, the fuck alone. Leave us, stop or when he's me. kicking people, he's trying. Ray Allen's just trying to sign autographs, and Booger's over there kicking people. Hey, man, get back. <laughs> For real. He's just like little bodyguard. <laughs> So you gonna take a sip. Okay. When Lala tries to get him to go with the agent. Honey, I really need you to meet with that guy I was telling you about. Cool. He still wants just five minutes of your time. What's her name again? DeAndre Mackey. Oh yeah. She's like, you know, he's, a friend, a he's just a really friend. good friend of the family. Look, I told you he's a really good friend of the family, and it would mean a lot to me. So please. Can you just Jesus, like, you know, just please. talk to him, please? So she's getting like a back. I don't know. I don't want to be fucking with no agents, Lala. You going to get me fucked up? <laughs> I'm trying to go to school and get my degree. Rosario, sexy ass. I know. She looks so young in this one. All right. She does. She does a good job. I like her. Yeah. She believable. She's a New York native, too. She sure is. And I'm mm-hmm. sure that Spike tries to find people who are from there. Because, you know, he's like a... We're going to talk about that. Oh, shit. Okay. Well, we're going to talk about that, so I'm going to keep going. <laughs> All right. Yeah. You're going to take a simp when Uncle Bubba says something shady. So when he's like, uh... you try to cut me out of the deal. I believe you're trying to hold out on us. You're you trying to cut us out the deal. What deal? The deal is about to go down. I hear things. Trying or, to cut us out the deal. You know. I want you to use some of my Johnny Conquer roots. You just rub it between your wrists and your you elbows, from just the like sale. this. This will fix you up real nice. <laughs> Don't want no voodoo shit. Don't nobody care about your old country backward old roots. This mojo works. Worked on your ass. <laughs> <laughs> yeah. So when he does that, when you know he picks up 
Jesus. And he's like, yeah, you like this uh, Lexus or whatever the fuck he was rolling in. Dude, he's just trying to get over. So you don't take a simp when you see a flashback. Oh, yeah. Okay. So I like that. He flashback to showing him and Jake. Like reading the letters from his mom. Playing ball with his pops. Dear Jesus, your daddy and I hope you're fine. I thought it might be a little hard for you being away from home for for the first time. The and actual it, incident. The incident when Booger I got is, you. you know, being his little... Stealing bread from the table. <laughs> you know, stealing fucking bread and shit, you know. They don't that. feed you at home, Booger. <laughs> you know, where he, him and him are like, uh, you've never seen me eat a Booger, never, when they're just being little kids. All the flashbacks. Oh, so, when they're teasing him about his name and shit, too, yeah. Never seen me. I came by this court by myself. Why you gotta follow me? I do just so maybe I wanna play too. I love I just love their little the younger them. They're the cutest. Mm-hmm. So funny. They're bickering little cousins that become really, really close as they get older. He's the only you know, one that really cares about them. They're cousins closer than brothers, essentially. Yeah. yeah. You gonna take a simp. Take when, one simp. When Jake makes a shot. So that opening nice. scene where you see Jake in prison, there's quite a few okay. of those motherfuckers you want to stay up yep. Shuttlesworth! 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 And he's got a different kind of jump shot, Denzel does. Mm-hmm. He Like, you watch Ray Allen, and he has just perfect form. His elbow is in, his hand is flexed, he's guiding with this hand, he's pushing with this one. His shoulders are squared, like, everything is just perfect. And then you watch Denzel, and his elbows are cocked out. He shoots from way back here. His hands are up. He shoots more with his thumbs than with his wrist a little bit. But he those gets are results. him making those shots, yo. He gets those shots in. That ain't fake. To each his own. Because you know what? Reggie Miller shoots with his, with his thumbs also, and he's one of the best shooting guards of all time. Well, I guess Denzel's got an old school jumper then. Uh, well, he's an old school dude. <laughs> Makes sense. I'm teaching, brother. I'm teaching, son. Like I always taught like you. I always. Ugh. All right. He's still. Looking. I'm still drinking. Whether we're progressing with this drinking game or not, we are. We're we're we're, we're making it. Okay. Mm-hmm. So you're gonna take a sip uh-huh. when the parole officers show up and start, you know, messing with them. Oh, time, these motherfuckers! Every time they come, you know, he they put them up. You puke back there. My main man, Crudup, will see to it that you lick it all back up. Every single nasty-ass Or he runs into them when he sees them at Nathan's Hot Dogs, which I just bought yesterday. They're good. I'm out did of you? New York. I did. I haven't and, had a hot dog in a while. Uh, yeah, that's the thing. <laughs> you want another one? Well, come here and come talk. Hold on. Hold yeah, on. come on in here. She- He's going to give you some, some, some words here because I don't Let's know. Let's get some insight. Rashad. How long has it been since I've been trying to get you back on this podcast I know, I know. and you just don't want to come around? Also, former basketball player, you know all about this, and yet you're putting your two cents in in the comments. I, I, I know. I know. Five, I don't want to ten feet away. Podcast. I know I'm right on the other side <laughs> of the wall. And I'm listening, and I was like, yeah, he does. His jump shot was like kind of back here. It was different. Yeah, it was like this, right? It was, but Denzel, I'm not Denzel. Ray Allen has like textbook. He has Perfect. And he jumps every time he shoots. And Reggie Miller, his is way up here, and he said his ended up that way because his sister kept blocking his shot when he was a kid. He had to 
just Cheryl Miller, dude. Cheryl Miller was she was she was um you know always blocking the shot and beating him. They were always competing, and so that's how his jumper ended that way. So he yeah. We're going to work out all the glitches on this episode, and then okay. next week will be uh, probably better. Okay. It's like we're starting all I over again. You. Shit. Oh. Let's, let's move on with this, uh, this drinking game. Rashad, it's good to see you, man. Let's, I, I can't wait to see all of you guys in three dimensions soon. I hope so. Lord God, I hope so. All right, shit. Okay, where are we at? All right, you're going to take a simp. I kind of stole this take one from you. Take a simp. I stole this one from you. When you hear some 90s slang. Why you gonna play me like that, huh? You played yourself, you faded yourself. There is also a lot of 90s slang in this one. Okay. And I, I like that. Yeah. Let me get one of them orange joints over he, there. Oh, that's more of an East Coast thing, more than a 90s thing, that joints thing? I guess, I don't know. I'm from here. I think of joints, I think of weed, because that's what we <laughs> think of. You know, Spike... Spike, I don't know if he smokes weed, but he should. And if he did, he should name his weed like Spike, Spike Lee Joint. Who wouldn't buy a Spike Lee Joint? A Spike Lee Joint. That would be fucking dope. And you I can name would the smoke strand, that. The strand I don't even be... smoke, but I would smoke a Spike Lee Joint. I'd be like, do you have the Spike Lee Joint uh, do the right Let thing? Let me get one of them Spike Lee Joints right there. Let me get the <laughs> Malcolm X Spike Lee Joint, please. Yes. Really, really deep right now. <laughs> That's the ones with the orange hairs in it, right? <laughs> it's all purple. <laughs> all right, so uh, you're going to finish your drink. You already right. moving on. Hold on. Okay. Shit. When uh, Jake and Jesus talk at the park. So their first little meeting. Oh, yeah, 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 like, yeah. You know, I thought you might need some father figure advice. So I figured, hey, you know, you might need some fatherly advice. From who? From me. About what? You know, all that From shit. From who? From me? From me. I'm your about father. What? <laughs> you know, about what's going on. Hey, um, we need to hurry this drinking game up because I'm about almost two down. All right. So you're going to finish your drink when Jake kills his wife. So that accident oh, killing. Shit. You're going to take a sip. Kind of no, 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 and you're going to finish your drink when Jesus wins Jake in their final basket. In their one-on-one game. I'll play you. One-on-one. To 11. Okay. Mm-hmm. I got you. Shit. You yeah. got anything to add to That's this? That's game, Jake. I know. He felt so defeated. And uh-huh. immediately he just got to put on handcuffs and go. Like, <laughs> there was nothing. That's like the worst. Mm-hmm. Uh, I would say, yeah, yeah, yeah. I got a couple of things to add into here. Mm-hmm. Uh, one... Take a simp anytime Booger's intelligence is made fun of. Convicted. Convicted. Murder. Murder. Rest. Just give me the paper, man. You're irking me with that shit. But the graduate, you can't even read, dumbass. I feel so bad for him. I know. Even when he's playing video games with Mary. You know, he's like, Booger, take your cousin in the room. Mary, come on. You can play with my Sony PlayStation. He's like, good, because I can always beat you. He walks over. I, I'm getting good over here. You know, I've been practicing when you're not around. <laughs> he been practicing. <laughs> and That's then you cut to them playing. She's like, I'm the bomb. Say it. Say it. Yup. You know I'm the bomb. Yeah, he's, he's just like, sitting there all mad getting his ass whooped. Dang. I know. His own little cousin talking shit to his ass. <laughs> <Yep>. Oh, shit. <laughs> Anything else? 
Nah, I think that people are going to get drunk enough on this drinking game. Guys, this Jesus cocktail is not to this be This Jesus cocktail, I'm good. literally starting on my third one already. I'm, I'm feeling to, good. All right. Well, that is the motherfucking <laughs> drinking game. Yes, sir. That motherfucking drinking game. Mm-hmm. <laughs> all right. So. Oh, shit. You do you while I make my my next one. So hold on. You making another one? All right. Well, we already talked about Mr. Spike Lee, so uh, we can already speed right past him since we not only talked about him previously in other episodes, but we talked about him already in this episode. So we can talk about Uncle Bubba for a minute, even though we already talked about his ass, Mr. Bill Nunn. We didn't talk about him tonight, but we talked about him. In what? In New Jack City. Da-da, man. You're right, you're right, you're right, you're right, you're right. And we also talked about him in Money Train, because he's the conductor. You're right, you're right, you're right. When he's yelling at him, he's like, that's right, arrest his ass. That son of a bitch tried to kill us. He did. You're you're so right, I forgot. Well, you know, all I ever think about is fucking Radio Raheem, man. Radio Raheem, yes. And I'm just saying that I don't like him in this movie. (laughs) I mean, he plays an asshole. He plays... Not only that, it's insinuated that he is a pedophile, if you didn't notice. Okay, thank you. Thank you. I thought it was just me because I asked no, the shot no, earlier. No, no, no. You hear Mary say Uncle Bubba hasn't changed a bit. We had to get up out of there, which means as soon as she started becoming a young lady, he started getting an eye for her. Okay, good. That's what you I know, thought. They, they depict him as a scumbag. Because they do say that, and I'm like, well, why— He's like, yeah. I refuse to let Mary grow up in the same part with Uncle Bubba. I had to get her away from Uncle Bubba. And I was like, dang, uh-huh. what kind of yeah. uncle is this? And immediately I thought that. But then I thought that that maybe was just me thinking mm-hmm. that something bad. But I'm glad that you caught on to that as well because that makes me feel. Oh, yeah, absolutely. No, he's he's a. Uh, yeah, that's that's that situation. Ugh. I mean, he's a. Uh, He's shysty in the first place, you know? Well, then I don't All he bad. wants to do, he wants to do as little as possible and come up as much as possible. That's why he took Jesus and Mary in because he figured he'd get paid back and then some when he joins the NBA. It was long predicted that uh, Jesus Shuttlesworth was going to be in the NBA. And not only that, he's impatient. That's why he wants to know, like everybody else, do you have any idea where you're going? Because all these news reporters will pay big money for a leaked information. And that's yeah. why he asked for that car, whatever it was, Escalade or uh, Explorer or whatever. Because it's like, what's the matter? You don't like the color? What you want, black, I white? This. I mean, I love my uncle. And if my parents died when I was young and I lived with my Uncle Melvin and, and Auntie Gina, I would be Aww. happy because they're the best they're they're almost as good as having my own parents like that's yeah how they would be uh-huh. so if that's i that's the kind of uh godparents that you hope for and you pray for yeah and that you hope that your kids have and that you pray that you pick properly for your kids but like if i people lose made money and i had them you know I would be hurt that my uncle would be like, so are you going to break me off or blah, 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 blah? Because of course I would, because I love you guys. Everything comes with an expectation with this motherfucker. But you be that you're like a dirty, skeezy, like molester. Mm-hmm. Fuck no, I'm not going to give you anything. Hell like, no. You screw. Go fuck himself. Yeah. Sorry, girl. 
you ain't getting no money. Mm-hmm. You're lucky I haven't beat yeah. your ass yet. Like, oh, I wouldn't be surprised if uh, Jesus and Uncle Bubba got into it and just not written into the script. Yeah. The second that Jesus found out, I wouldn't be surprised if him and uh, Uncle Bubba got into it and one of them ended up breaking a coffee table or some shit. And that's why the the coach got him out of there. He was like, mm-hmm. I mean, even the coach was kind of shady, but he was still like, hey, when well, you oh, wanted yeah. to get out of your uncle's house. You're doing it Bot's uncle that you had to get out of his house. Within one week, a truck came and moved you and your, your kid's sister out. Who helped you? Yeah, within a week, you know, you and your sister, a truck moving came them. by and yep. you moved out. Never bring that up. Never bring it up once. Except you know? maybe this one time that I'm doing it yeah. right now. <laughs> you know, except this time. His, by the way, his ten thousand dollars <laughs> buys a lot of hill figure. He's like uh, ten thousand brajols. Oh, Come on, an inkling, kid. <laughs> yeah. You got a, you got a head like a concrete. I yeah. think you and I suffer from the same affliction. Yeah, <laughs> you're an awful dude. So Zelda Harris is the one that plays Mary. Y'all might recognize her from Crooklyn. So we already talked about her. Another Spike Lee joint. Yep. And this was her last movie. What did she, she do after this? She go to school or something? She, I don't know what she did. Uh, we talked about this in the Crooklyn episode. She did a short film in That's 2016. Right. That's right. But other than that, she has stepped away from acting. So I think she found her passion someplace else. But even in this one, I love her. She's got this like... New York attitude to her, but at the same time, she's really sweet. She's got a good head on her shoulders. She understands. Like, she's defiant to her brother, but at the same time, she understands that he is in charge, and she does love him. Well, I mean, he has to be in charge. She is very proud of him. There's nobody left. There's nobody. But at the same time, it's it's a difficult dynamic because how can you look at your brother as your uh, guardian at the same time. It's it's really difficult to decipher between the two. And they're only maybe four years, five years apart. Uh, and she did a great job, as she always does. She's always in those Spike Lee movies. I hope that he brings her back for another one. I would love to see her as an adult woman. We've seen her as a little, like, five, six-year-old girl. We've seen her as a young woman I would love for Spike to bring her back as an adult, as I, a grown woman who has lived all her life's lessons. You know, I do want to mention how we've talked about how um, Steven Spielberg is like the child whisperer, right? Mm-hmm. I also think Spike Lee is also a child whisperer because to a degree, yeah. he does movies that have children and it might not necessarily be about the children. Like he really only does like Crooklyn is about the children. But he always has like small pieces of them in his movies, and they're always some of my favorite scenes. Like especially like we were talking about how like they were making fun of him for his name being Booger. Honey, to me, just like you picking and eating your books all the time. No, I don't eat my boogers. Yes, you do. You never see me eat my boogers. Why you don't even know It just feels so real. I don't know if he was just like, yo, improv, just you know what you guys would say or if he gives them like great direction but i always appreciate him and children in his movies uh you got to give the children free reign to a certain degree i think but you gotta you know casting is huge you got to get the right type of kids Mm -hmm. you know and i think that he did really well with zelda harris you don't always get that lucky yeah 
Yeah. But anyway, it's time to move on to Mr. Big Time Willie. Slick Dick Willie. I heard Not that's what slick they call dick you. <laughs> you heard that? Yeah, I heard yeah. that. <laughs> <laughs> this ain't Friday. It is Friday. Well, it is Friday. <laughs> and cheer, cheers, everybody. Shit. Cheers. We but made I'm it talking to another about, week. <laughs> I'm talking about Roger Guenevere Smith, or however you say his middle name. Mm-hmm. So he plays big time. So he's the one that picks him up in the red Corvette. You know, right in front of school, he's like, Jesus, I know you ain't traveling at that public transportation over there. Wait, question. Have we talked about him before? No. No? No. He's been in a number of movies, but he uh, has not been in a movie that we talked about him yet. You want me to go down the list? Hit me with it. So, my... Wait, can I tell you what I think think of him when I think of him, what role I think of? Okay. You'll never find bum 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 a hairline like mine. You got <laughs> you ain't got a forehead, you got a five head. When you salute, you don't salute like this, you go, yes, sir. No. <laughs> no? Wait, what is that? All about the Benjamins. Oh yeah. He's so he wasn't that as well with Mike Epps. I mean, but this man is a brilliant actor. That one is probably he not is the best. He is so fucking but good. He is so good. He's he shows up in a, quite a few Spike Lee movies. Get on the bus. Uh huh. Do the right thing. Do the right thing. Yeah, yeah. He that's got right. game. Malcolm X. Malcolm X. So mm-hmm. check this out. He is actually uh, raised in L.A. He was born in the Bay Area. He was raised in L.A. But he plays a not a lot of New Yorkers. Just or native New Yorkers. Yeah. Because he's so got he that also look. Was in, he, he's got that New Yorican look. Mm-hmm. He's got that accent down. Mm-hmm. He was in King of Kings of New York. He uh, was in um, fucking American Gangster with Denzel again. He's the one that hel- hooks him up in uh, Vietnam with the, with the drugs. That's right. That's yeah. right. Mm-hmm. So they're talking about him and how he ain't never coming home. Because he's got his shit all set up in Vietnam, in Saigon. I do feel like you quote him quite often, at least, I at do. least to me. Exactly. So now you know what I'm talking about when I yeah, say I ain't I have my, my coffee, coffee yet. yet. But don't make me get violent early in the morning, really. I ain't had my coffee, you know what I'm saying? And as soon as he said I it, I was like, oh, use God. That line. Damn it, this fool's been saying this to me for like I've been quoting this straight. motherfucker for years. <laughs> and and it's okay. from this movie. I mean, a... don't. Come on, my bad, y'all. My bad, but don't make me get violent so early in the morning. I ain't had my coffee yet. I ain't had my coffee yet. <laughs> yeah. The reason why I like his character because out of everybody who has their hand out or is like trying to get something from him, even though he might uh-huh. be trying to get something from him, he's laid oh, yeah. down real facts on him. He's like, everybody wants something. No matter how everybody. big you get, someone's going to be like, I love you. Let me get some money. And, you know, Dude. you're not going to be able to resist the women. The women are just going to be throwing themselves at you. And that's how you're going to get caught up. Because how are you going to say no to pussy? Like, you know, you're like, hey, okay. Yeah. I, I like And just a testament to how good he is. Mm-hmm. You notice when he's talking to him and he's talking about these motherfuckers ain't shit and everybody wants something from you. And all of a sudden he's driving and all, somebody says, yo, Jesus, from like across the yeah. street. He mm-hmm. uses that. He's like, yeah, like that motherfucker like right, that there. right there. 
And he, he, he goes down the line. He talks about that malt liquor. He talks about that white girl. Yeah, yeah. He talks about that HIV. He talks about the blood-sucking leeches. Mm-hmm. But yeah, he's damn good, man. I always enjoy seeing his uh, I his do, work. too. I forgot that he's in Dope. That's probably one of the he most recent dope things. Too. And that's yeah. a great movie. I do think that we should do I auditioned for that shit, man. I can see you. Were you like the homie, the little high school homie friend? Yeah. The, what do you think? I got that bucket hat in my room. I bought that bucket hat just to audition for dope. I like and that And then homeboy, the, the little Mexican dude that's in uh, Spider-Man got the role. Yeah. God damn it. But, he, hey, he at least I got an audition. All right. So let's uh, keep it moving. All right. So uh, next on the docket is Miss Mila Jovovich. Ashley got all excited when uh, she saw Mila. She's like, oh, you just watched her in uh, The Fifth Element. I was like, that was like two years ago. We did talk about her because she is in Days mm-hmm. and Confused like this yes, much. Yes, she is. But she does. Yep. Uh, she in there. She on the cover. But she does I a like really good job in this movie. Mm-hmm. Um, Dakota. Yeah. And her and uh, Denzel Washington's chemistry is like really good. Mm-hmm. Like it's believable, you know. And I like her where she's like, "Where's my wig at? Where's my wig? Damn! You lost your Where's wig. My wig. Oh man! Look under the bed. <clears throat> Bingo, there it is. Man, oh, he's like, yeah, she under got the her bed. wigs. She, and everything that she does is reminiscent of like that lifestyle. Like she goes and checks herself in the mirror. She's like, "All right, I got a couple of bruises. This ain't nothing new. Mm-hmm. At least, at least I still got my teeth. Right. So I can still make money. I haven't lost any uh, value on the street. You know what I mean? Because mm-hmm. you know when a prostitute starts losing teeth, you know you kind of you look at them like they're probably smoking that shit. And that's what she doesn't want. She doesn't want to be pr- depicted as a drug addict. She even says, she's like, I'm not a crack hoe, okay? Yeah, I'm just a hoe. <laughs> yeah. <laughs> right? Yeah, she's just a hoe. She's not a crack hoe. <laughs> yeah. So she's I'd not drug dependent. My teeth knocked she out just, too. She loves sweetness. <laughs> yeah. <laughs> Gummers. <laughs> <laughs> I forgot what I was going to fucking say. You're talking Damn about it. a fucking crack whore with no teeth sucking off people, gummers. <laughs> so the reason why she's in that life is uh, she actually, you know, sweetness turned her out. He fucked her mind up. She believes that she loves him and she believes that he loves her and that he's going to marry her one day as soon as he saves up enough money he's just feeding her lines left and right but meanwhile he's keeping her self-esteem low as possible but she's his bottom bitch i love him he loves me i'm his number one money maker i'm his bottom bitch uh low self-esteem i was abused as a child and you know i deserved it She's his bottom bitch that makes you number one that's like no it joke it does if he was gonna marry any hoe is that one? But you know he's never gonna marry any of them. Well, yeah, that's not the way a pimp works. It's pimping, pimping. You know it's hard out here for a pimp. It's hard out here for a pimp. You're trying to get the money for the rent. <laughs> and so he, uh, 
I like him too, by the way. Like he he plays a good pimp. And oh sweetness. Because he looks he gross. builds her up and then he breaks her down. You know, he keeps her right where he wants her. He's, like, he's, he's got so her beautiful. in that shitty ass apartment. Ugh. You know? Yeah. She's yeah. paying for that place. Yeah. She's making way more than what she is given. So oh, yeah. she makes so much money every night, and then she gives it to Sweetness, and then he pays her rent and gives her a little bit of this, that, and the other. That's but why the second I don't that she's got something pimps. luxurious, he's got a problem with it. I don't understand like, pimps. Because no. if I was a hoe, why the hell would I give my money to somebody else? That makes no sense. I did all the work. You don't need a As contractor. Julia Roberts, I don't know. We say who, we say how, we say when. She didn't have a we pimp. How much. She was just a prostitute. She didn't exactly. Have, she didn't have a pimp. That, that's, that's what that I would was, do. That was their motto. We say who, we say when, we say how much. Mm-hmm. You now can't that, do that with a pimp. pimp that says I don't have a problem with. Him, I have a problem now, with Now, this much. And he's got a problem with you having anything of value. So, like, he straight whoops her ass. Who brought you this Victoria's Secret bra and panty shit? One of her clients. In other words, exactly. Which one of your clients is trying to steal you away from me? Yeah, because they do. They do be trying to steal hoes from the other pimps. Mm-hmm. That's true. Ex- that's what it is. I'd be like, I'm so. a high commodity, man. He beats me less and he gives me a bigger percentage. What do you want? Uh-huh. <laughs> So he can't have that. That's why he's got to beat her down. Beat her down. And she, he keeps her in line, as she puts it. I do love uh, she's like, that I she deserve actually it. gets away, though. Yeah. Yeah, exactly. She believes in her mind that she deserves that shit. I deserve shit. it. Get the fuck out of here. Yeah. So, yeah, it's a little upsetting. Uh, but I do love that she, at the end, does uh, ride away on that bus. You know, she gets herself free of sweetness and of that life and everything, you know. Be your own pimp. That's what I like to say. Yes. Pimp yourself. <laughs> pimp yourself. Well, don't pimp yourself, but you know, pimp yourself. <laughs> pimp yourself. You're pimping yourself doing something. We're actors. I'm pimping myself every day as an actor. Yeah, I was like, we actors, we pimp ourselves. I just ourselves. don't casting couch. <laughs> <laughs> Unless it's for a Spike Lee movie. Spike, what's up? I'm just joking. <laughs> JK. Oh, my God. This Jesus cocktail, by the way, though, is damn good, and I'm almost out of whiskey. Uh, yeah, and almost out of lemon juice for our new people coming in But the in grenadine here. is still in there, yep. and uh, orange juice is staying strong. I know that we're not supposed to gather, but I need drinking buddies, so maybe tomorrow. Yeah, this is as close as we can do with having a drink with you guys. So <laughs> or each other. By all means, drink up because alcohol kills that coronavirus. And if it doesn't kill the virus, maybe we'll kill us first. Because damn, this virus is a bitch. It's gonna get it's. Don't even get me started. Okay, I don't right, want to. Anyway, moving on. Let me give you. <laughs> so are you ready for fun fact? Give me that fun fact one time. So there were some. So you know the scene where Jesus goes to Tech University and he meets some tech hot you. chicks or whatever. Yes. And uh-huh. uh, they have like a sexy threesome. Uh huh. Those women's names are Chelsea Lane and Jill Kelly, who are real porn stars. <laughs> so, Spike got real porn stars to play the college girls. Yeah. <laughs> Why not? Okay. I mean, I I'm not surprised, but yeah, you kind of can only get porn stars to 
play that kind of role. I mean, you could get to do it right. Like yeah. actresses will do it, but they will act it. Yeah. You know. Mm-hmm. Like, Meanwhile, uh... these girls do it every day. And they're like, I don't even have to like fake moan or nothing. This is awesome. I mean, I'm not saying that Ray Allen really fucked these girls. No, I know. But these girls have sex on camera every day. This is second nature for them. They got big titties. That's all I saw. They got big titties. I almost made that a a part of the drinking game every time you see titties. There's quite a few titties. There's a lot of titties. There's a lot of titties in this movie. If you're feeling up to it, people, go ahead and take a simp anytime you see titties because there are a lot of titties. You see Rosario's titties in this one. Yeah, take take a titty sick. Yeah, he puts her hands, but you still get to see it. A, t- a titty take simp. A titty simp. <laughs> a titty simp. <laughs> yeah, so take that titty simp. Simp um. to titties. <laughs> okay. Uh, can I give you one more fun fact before you move on? I was going to say, since you're talking about the colleges, you know those are the only two colleges in the movie that are fake. That was my next Tech fun you fact. Tech and Big State. That was my next fun fact. Because I was watching oh, it, fault. and I was like, what the fuck is Tech Big you State? Ain't. I've never even heard of these schools, and I feel like uh-huh. I'm quite versed in at least big schools. Uh-huh. I had to look it up, and I was like, fake. Okay, good. Well, they can't demonize actual colleges. To be honest with you, I didn't see them demonizing the schools because the schools weren't bribing him like on like blue chips where they're giving him cars and houses and people jobs. Because you know, even Uncle Bubba was sure. like, "How could I know that you know you're you're cutting me out of the deal? They're not giving you cars or houses or give your family jobs, which is a thing. I don't know how how much true that is of like the extent of it, but they do has been claims that that is something that happens." And mm-hmm. that's not something that happens for him. Like he's not trying to do that. And those schools didn't seem like they were other than an outside person being like the. Yeah. It's always the, the warden. Or the, it's not yeah. the actual school itself. Mm-hmm. They can't directly do it, but the booster will do it because they want you to go there. Yeah. That's some that's some bullshit. Um, you should have just signed to the NBA, save some money up, and once the NBA is over, go go to school. I get that, but at the same time, you see so many uh, high school players that didn't make it, that went to the NBA before they were ready, you know, and they fizzle out after two and three seasons. You thought they were going to be great uh, because they had all the uh, potential but potential isn't anything without the right mindset. And if their mind isn't mature enough to enter the NBA, then they're shooting themselves in the foot. Not only that, how many NBA players come out retiring and they're broke? You know what I mean? That's so why I you say gotta, you put money aside. You got to go to college. I think that they should do uh, just like uh, they – I don't know if it passed in the NFL, but you got to do – I think it did pass in the NFL. You got to do at least – two years of college before you uh, go for the draft. Well, I think the they N- should do the same thing is, for the NBA. That is true for the for the NFL, but that's a whole different beast because maybe not mentally, sure. but physically, if you're not physically standards, you can't do it. Not you can't str- do it. You can't be out 18 coming out and then playing against some person who this is their seventh or eighth season. You know, But basketball is not a contact sport like that where you can come out 
like that. True, you especially be, nowadays. It was a lot more contact back in like the 80s and the 70s. But nowhere near close to football, you know? No, no, of course. Well, unless it's Jordan against the Pistons. <laughs> but speaking of football, can huh. we talk about somebody? Because we ain't got... Ooh. We got a football player in this movie besides other basketball players. We got a football player. Who the fuck played football in this movie? Jim motherfucking Brown, bitch. Oh, shit. Hello. I forgot about that. Yeah, of course. I'm sorry. <laughs> Jim What's Brown. his name in there? Uh, Sykes? Yeah. Something like that? <laughs> yes. I like how the warden's like, Sykes, he's like a black him. man. You should like him. He should like you. Why? Just the other guy black? is Trutta. He's a white man. Quiet. Black. As my mom used to say, it's the quiet ones you got to watch out for. You do got to watch out and then for the you, quiet You see their interaction, and it's completely reversed. Uh, Denzel's getting along with Crutta, and Sykes don't like his ass. He is such a dick. Like, an off asshole. the back. This guy's, like, dying. He's sick, and he's like, don't you throw up in the back. Yeah, you I don't want to hear here. that shit. Then I'm going to make you lick it up. Every single nasty-ass drop. You understand, my brother? Capiche? Yeah, capiche. Every nasty-ass drop. Well, <laughs> Jim Brown, all of our lives, has been an actor. But prior fridge, to our yo. lives, he was a former football player. Uh, he they called him played... the fridge. Huh? They called him the fridge. Is that what's his name? They called him the fridge. Yeah. Because he and was built like one. He is built like one. When he was young, he was a fine black man. And <laughs> <laughs> he he was. Like, I was looking at pictures earlier. I was like, I, I don't know if I could. I always just think of old him. Everybody take a simp anytime Zenobia refers to a fine black man in a movie. <laughs> man, we going to be drunk as fuck on this show. Okay. So especially last week, it was too much. Uh, it was a <laughs> fine black man overload. <laughs> Shit! Wait till we do next month. You know what movie I'm talking about too. Oh yes. Okay, uh-huh. so <laughs> I'm about to explode on that one. I love it. Okay, so Jim Brown. Hey. Um, <laughs> he, I'm almost done with that bottle. Ah, I'm talking too much and not drinking enough. Cheers to you. Okay, so Jim Brown, football player, played many years for the Cleveland Browns. Uh, retired. Yes, picked up some acting gigs. Saw him out there. Uh, we did talk about him briefly on the Ali episode during Black History Month because uh, Ali mentions him, and there is a character that is supposed to be him in the movie. Um, okay. This is the real Jim Brown that we're talking about right here. This dude. He was friends with Malcolm X and Ali and uh, Sam Cooke. They were part of the Black Entertainment Power Movement that was going on at that time where it was like, you know, hey, y'all, we're here. We should white men are making money off of us and we should be able to have a say in some stuff. And yeah. that was them. But I remember uh, Will Smith talking about that. It's going to be the greatest fight in history. Muhammad Ali versus Jim, Jim Brown. Brown. Mm-hmm. So Jim Brown, after he retired, he was about to get his record for like most touchdowns or something beaten. And so he came out of retirement and put on that silver and black jersey girl. Yeah. Came a Raider, which you know that is my team. And oh, he worked he played for the Los Angeles Raiders for some time. So 
he is a awesome guy. Uh, I think of him in this movie, obviously, and Mars Attacks. Do you remember he's in that? Oh, yeah, 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 yeah. He's in Mars Attacks, and is he in I'm Gonna Get You Sucker? He's in that too, right? No. Mm-hmm. He is. <laughs> yep. Well, my theme music. <laughs> yep. And so he's been around in the game for a long time. Yeah. And uh, he's in uh, Any Given Sunday. Yes, he plays the coach on Any Given Sunday. He's playing that the coach in right. Any Given Sunday. He's doing his thing. So there's a a, a number of uh, skilled athletes that have become actors. Mm-hmm. Jim Brown is one of the ones that actually had some legs with it, and he lasted longer than one or two movies. We will do Mars Attacks because that movie has everybody and their mama in it. It's so mm. good and funny, and I remember going to the movie theaters to go see it. So, yeah, maybe the summer. That seems like a fun summer That'd be movie. a good summer movie. Fuck yeah. yeah. Fuck yeah. yeah. I like that idea. And Jim Brown is right. a badass in that movie, so I'm down. So we only got four people to talk about left, and we got to talk about Mr. Hill Harper, who oh plays my God. Booger. I found out the coolest shit about him today that I did not know because I've seen Lay it on him. Me. I've seen him around for like uh huh ever forever for forever. like the last twenty thirty years yeah yeah, and, yeah he's uh, been killing it he's a journeyman know. actor you might say <laughs> <laughs> take a drink mm-hmm. and so he has been in the game forever uh-huh. a lot of people might know him what is he in one of those CSIs. He's in CSI, yes. Uh, So he is in. He was in CSI for nine years, from like 2004 to like 2013 or something Mm -hmm. like that. Yeah, he did Limitless. He did Homeland. He's in The Good Doctor right now. One of my favorite performances of his is The Skulls with Joshua Jackson. He plays Will Beckford. Yeah, he's the one who dies, breaks his neck when he's trying to figure out the secret societies. Yeah. You're right. He's like yeah. the only black dude in the whole fucking movie, too. <laughs> it's like, I'm out. <laughs> he's been he working away. forever. But- yep. And he's actually a really, really intelligent guy. Oh, and so. That's my fun fact. You ready for it? Oh, yeah, yeah. Go ahead. Because I, <laughs> I did not know this man was as smart as he is. So he graduated Magnum Cum Loudly. <laughs> At Brown University with a bachelor's okay. in art and also graduated from Harvard Law. This Damn. guy also come loudly and he comes. <laughs> I just like saying it's it funny. He comes loudly. He's coming loudly and up the as, stairs. He as well has a master's in public administration from Kennedy School of Government. And he was a classmate of Barack O. motherfucking Obama at Harvard Law School, and he is a member of the Obama National Finance Committee. So he's still working Damn, with his own Gina. That's what I said. I saw this. I was like, this dude is like the most amazing black actor I've ever heard of. He's uh-huh. crazy intelligent, like crazy intelligent. He even has a book for young adults. And it's called like uh, like. Your brother. How to be an adult? Yeah, Adulting yeah. for millennials? <laughs> Just kidding, millennials. <laughs> it's called like uh, Letters to a Young Brother. 
and he oh, won. Oh, I like that. He won like uh, prizes for his writing. Like this guy is accomplished. Like we look at him in this fucking movie, and you're like, you are so mean to Booger, but in real life, this guy is fucking yes. We always talk about this. It takes an intelligent person to play a dumb person. It mm-hmm. takes a very nice person to play an asshole or a bitch. Mm-hmm. You know, yeah. That's kind of you have to be outside of that in order to see the flaws and the imperfections and the mannerisms. This guy is brilliant. Yeah, and I am so excited. Irking to me see. with that shit. I am too. Can too read. Miss Johnson said I got problems reading out loud. Miss Johnson says I got trouble reading out loud. Fuck that shit. Finish up. So you know that I am dyslexic and I have learning disabilities, but I still, mm-hmm. you know, fight through and get through my life. Seeing Absolutely. his friends make fun of him Talk read mm-hmm. made me want to like fucking throw my TV out the window. I was so pissed. Mm-hmm. I was like, he's fucking trying. Damn, son. And we talked about this uh, again with. Um, Rebound with the goat, you know, he was, having, he was having trouble. His character is having trouble reading as well. Well, he never went to class. And, you know, uh, as soon as he went to class, he started learning. The thing about, especially, I won't say now because I'm not in school or know anything about school. <laughs> but Go ahead. I'm going to get some drops. <laughs> yeah. Back in the day, you know, people didn't pay attention to black people, you know, especially nope. – black athletes and again you know telling jesus to go to school go to college really doesn't mean that much because they're going to just pass him along because of the oh, millions yeah. of dollars he brings into the school so i mean well, and what what did uh force whitaker say he's like they told you you didn't have to go to class but they didn't tell you you, could. you weren't allowed to yeah. go to class you could still go to class and learn yeah. because basketball only lasts for like this long Everything's out, which means we're getting near the end of our episode. I mean, I, I'm still fully stocked over here, so. I'll reach for some more shit. I'm not saying I'm out of alcohol. I'm just out of the Jesus cocktail. Do I know how much you are not out of alcohol over there, okay? I spent hey. two years stocking it for you. Hey, look at my eyes. Roll them. <laughs> Shut it up. Okay. <laughs> so yeah I do like the interaction with Booger and Denzel Washington when Denzel Washington's like how's school you know did you grow and he's like oh yeah. my god he's Dude, so excited I feel so happy for him me in too. that moment me too he's like look like you grew a little bit he's like what you ain't clowning me are you we ain't clowning you son I know you grew what a couple three inches yo for reals it's the truth <laughs> that's all that's the best news I heard in weeks. You yes, ain't clowning me, are you? I wouldn't clown you, son. Best you know, news. Must have grown like a couple, three inches. He, dude, he's it's standing so much taller. He's so hyped in that moment. Like, that's the best news I heard in weeks. Yeah. Um, all right, then. I'm, I'm going to let you guys. I'm going to let y'all talk. Yeah. I'll let y'all talk. <laughs> good to have you back, huh? And he like runs off. Hey. Like, he's super happy. You know how good it feels for a short man to he- hear somebody say, look like you grew a little bit. I know. It's but like, of course, our first instinct is, hey, you making fun of me? Don't, don't fuck with me right now. It's I know like, I'm short. It's like when you haven't seen your friend in a minute and you walk in the door and they're like, have you lost weight? And you're like, mm. I don't know, but thank you. Like, even if you haven't <laughs> lost weight, you feel skinny in that moment. It was kind of like that. Right? Like, 
even though this fool's been gone for six years or so. Six You're telling years. me he only grew three inches since that fucking time. <laughs> yeah, so he was since just trying glasses to... in the uh the afro. Yeah, he was just feeling bad because you know the last time he saw him, he was a dick to him. <laughs> That's true. Mm-hmm. It's time for you to go. Put the bread back. Always stealing bread and shit. I guess that <laughs> I am a different person, but I've always, I mean, I know you are this type of person too, but I've always felt like my nieces and nephews are extensions of, they're my kids. I don't plan on Absolutely. having any goddamn kids. It just doesn't feel like something I want to do. But I always tell, I tell them, you know, nieces are daughters that auntie has never had. You know, you're my daughter. Mm-hmm. Like I will push. You're I Aunt Robin. Dump, yeah. <laughs> And Robin, I will jump in front of a car. No, I said your aunt Robin. Oh, yes, exactly. Where you just, you know, so to see these two, I mean, obviously, you know, families are different all over. But to see these two different families like, you know, Denzel Washington and his wife and then Mm -hmm. Bubba and his wife, like, feel about their niece, their nephews are so opposite. I would. Yeah, I would tell my nephew to grab one more roll before you ran out of the house. Before I would tell you to put it back, even if we didn't have that much, I'm still going to feed you because you're mine. <laughs> mm-hmm. You're my nephew. So I heard a story uh, when I was younger that has stuck with me ever since. Uh, and it was about my dad, actually, strangely enough, mm-hmm. as often as I don't talk about my dad. My dad was sitting down eating a sandwich or something like that. Chicken sandwich. <laughs> Chicken sandwich. But, <laughs> <laughs> but uh, I think my brother came over and asked him if he could have a bite. And my dad took this more seriously and he looked at him. He's like, son, you can have half of anything that I have. And ever since hearing that story, that's always been my mindset is if you're in my home, your family, you're entitled to... Anything that is in this house, whatever I have is yours. If I got a dollar, we got a dollar. If I got a loaf of bread, we both got a loaf of bread. All right. Well, let me have that TV in the living room. That's not mine. That's Ashley's. (laughs) (laughs) Ashley, are we family? Actually, wait a minute. I think that is mine. Yeah, let me get that. No, mine is in your room. All right. Well, let me get that one. You do get it every other Friday. Well, except recently. <laughs> so recently. Okay. Uh, <laughs> that's funny. But yeah, I'm like that. You are like that. You know, what's yours is mine. Mine is yours. I see you, Smashley. Mm-hmm. <laughs> if I'm broke, we both broke. It we is what broke. it is. Mm-hmm. Okay. So who's next? And now I'm we're all broke because nobody's we're... working. <laughs> I'm working from home. Uh, so if you need money, I got you, boo. I'm good. I'm good. We actually we're very fortunate uh, in this household, so I think we're gonna be all right at least for the next few months. I mean, I'm blessed to got that new job lasts. to let me work from home, so I'm excited. Mm-hmm. Yeah. Uh, next on the docket is uh, the lovely Miss Rosario Dawson, which we already talked about. We have talked about it. We talked about her in uh, Rent. Last is that the week's only movie? Rent. This year's <laughs> Rent. Mm-hmm. Rent, 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 rent. Yeah, that's the only thing we talked about, Ralph. And now this Can one. Can you light my candle? Shit. 
Yeah, sexy like ass it. Rosario Dawson. She does a damn good job in this. She plays Lala, Lala Bonilla. She does a great job. Uh, Bor- Boricua, baby. Don't get it twisted. Don't get it as twisted. She likes to say. Yeah. <laughs> yeah. She is doing a hell of a job right now, dude. Not only did she do a great job in this, and I love her in this, and I think that any other actress other than her would have struggled with working with. Ray Allen, who doesn't have an actor's background whatsoever. I think that she probably helped him a great deal with being natural and being open. And the fact that she's a New York native helped out a lot. I think that uh, she understands this lifestyle. She understands this upbringing. And she embodied it really, really well. Uh, Ray Allen is from South Carolina, if I'm not mistaken. Um, She is really good in this movie she's really young in this movie i don't know how much work she's done prior to this i mean i know her first thing was kids oh she did a few things yep but uh you're right she was very natural she felt real she felt like you know she could really be his girlfriend and she just you're right the new she really helped to bring that new york feel because she is like you know she was discovered sitting on her stoop you guys like dude exactly just doing her thing. Doing her thing. And she's so natural and so relaxed. And then the next thing you know, you know, we're like five movies in and this girl's in, not even five movies in, three movies mm-hmm. in. And this girl's already in uh, a Spike Lee joint. So that shows you yep. how good I think you she are. Was, uh, I think she was doing Clerks by this time also. What I see is, down. obviously she does Kids. Then she did a uh-huh. short called Girls Night Out. And then he's got Game. So got you. This was okay. literally her second go around and she's working with one of the greatest directors of all time. Like, but did she do TV in between then is my question. No, it just looks like a what? short. No, because you know, she was like found on the stoop when they were looking for kids to be in kids. For sure. And so once she did that, because she wasn't seeking out to be an actress. That was just something at that the was... time. But I think after she did kids, I think she had a understanding of what she could accomplish. And I think yeah. she kind of steered her way into that. Well, kids, she was like 12 or 13. She was really young. Um, and that gotcha. came out in 95. Then she does the, the short girls night out in 97. And then in 98, she's in, he's got game. So she really did nothing. Damn. She really did nothing. So she... I, I, I'm assuming that she must have been taking classes because she was good in this. Yeah, I mean, after kids, I, I mean, she's good in kids, and that's her first taste in anything. Mm-hmm. And, and you can see where things are improvised in this movie. Mm-hmm. Like the know? little big and, green and stuff. Yeah, and up good on Ray Allen also for rolling with that. I don't know if he had an acting coach on set or what, but he was able to improvise pretty well. Mm-hmm. Like, don't get me wrong, he can't do all the things that an actor would have been able to done. Mm-hmm. But an actor would not have been able to do the physical things that he could have done. So the fact that he was able to grab onto some of these things was really admirable for being his first time acting, first time being in front of a camera, first time being on a professional set, all of this stuff. And you know? being like 22 <laughs> mm-hmm. on top of that. Yeah, yeah, 22 years old. Shit. Acting wasn't even a part of my brain at 22 years old. Still, I mean, being but, that uh, age and being having to deal with being in the NBA and then like being in a Spike Lee joint. 
I think this is one of the movies that really shined a light on her because she did a hell of a job, and right afterwards, she just blew the fuck up. Yeah, and I love her. We are definitely going to be talking about this bitch again, especially when we do Sin City. Oh, yeah. I love that movie. Yeah. It's so Robert weird. Rodriguez, yo. Yeah, so, you know, we're going to talk about her. We mm-hmm. did talk about her in Rent, so if you want to know a little more more about our girl, go ahead and hit our musical month up with Rent. You can go see Smashly. <laughs> she is on that one yes she is she's on that episode she sure uh, is so she's coming off of doing Zombieland right now and she's got like six or seven different projects that she's working oh, on oh I just didn't fucking see the new Zombieland you're right she is in that it was good I liked it it was alright for what it was it's not number it's not the part one as you should expect but, but you don't you like scary movies so I, I don't I gotta see it for myself even though it's a comedy it's a comedy more than it is a scary movie. I get movie. that. I get that. Yeah, it's not really. Yeah, I wouldn't categorize it as a scary movie. I'd categorize it as a comedy. Mm. There you go. But yeah, uh, she's got a bunch of stuff coming up, so I'm excited to see her in some new things. Do you want to know a fun fact? Yes. This movie. I'm drunk, by the way. <laughs> I'm I'm scared of getting up. I'm feeling good. My eyes are feeling a little closey, but we'll see. Um, here's my fun oh my fact, God. though. This okay. movie was filmed in 23 days. Okay. That's I pretty... That's pretty, that's pretty that's short. That's pretty good. Yeah, it's not bad. It's pretty short. And it's all filmed in New York. It's all filmed mostly in Coney, Coney Island. Coney Island. Which you know. I thought of trying to find another drink for Coney Island. But when I did our very first year, like... Dewey yeah, we Warriors, did that Warriors episode. And it was the hardest thing in the world to find some <laughs> fucking ingredients for that. That I was like, I'm not even going there. I'm not even going there. But one day I will, once this whole coronavirus is done, I'm going to go to New York. And I definitely want to go to Coney Island. because I've always wanted to go to the originals Nathan's Hot Dogs, which they do go to. Yes, they do. What the hell is the name of that drink that we did on the Warriors episode? Uh, full grown adult float. That's what it was. Root beer float, yeah. With that used... Coney Island root beer. Mm-hmm. Uh, yeah, the hard root beer. It was Coney Island, which I have one bottle of because that bottle that uh, you're gonna save it for the apocalypse. Drink that shit. I, I don't it know. It goes bad. I understand. It's not gonna go bad right away. It's alcohol, girl. And all I but know, like, is what? it alcohol? Yeah, it was. All, it was a. There's a, hard a little root bit beer. in there. That's right. It's a hard root beer. You're it's right. Hard root beer. So okay. I kept one because they were uh, discontinuing it, at least in the West Coast. So I'm uh, just saying you're going to be mad if you drink it like five years from now and it tastes like shit because you didn't drink it in time. It's been one year, okay? Or two years. It's been two years. It's two, fine. How long is it supposed to sit on the shelf? What about them Lemon 714s from Wolf of Wall Street? It's not going to be like that. Where it had a delayed effect, and all of a sudden you got cerebral palsy, and you're trying to figure out how to get out of the country club. When are we (laughs) gonna do that movie? Because that movie is, it's so good. It's so good. You saw my, you saw my Insta story just the other day. You know damn well I'm always down to do a Leo movie. (laughs) All day, every day, Leo. All day, every day, all of them. Okay. Well, we got to get past this one first, and next on the list is the. One and only Mr. Ray Allen, Jesus Shuttlesworth. He's not number one? 
we probably should talk about him last, being that we've already talked about Denzel. Yeah. I didn't even so have fun talk- I just wanted to talk about him. Uh, Denzel Washington plays Jake Shuttlesworth. I don't know why I thought he was the main character. There's not really a main character. Like, both of them are the focal point. It's because his his face is the bigger one on the on the box. Now, on of course. The, on the poster. Sure. So, <laughs> so something that uh, I found really funny about this movie is that the warden says that they're actually going to poison Jake Shuttlesworth because they can't rely on his abilities as an actor. Meanwhile, you're talking to Denzel Washington, and this motherfucker is acting like he's sick, and he really does look sick as a dog. That's because he's just so damn good. There's nobody so better. So fucking good. Nobody Ain't better. nobody better. <laughs> True. You sound like Jamie Foxx and Ali. <laughs> he's yelling at him. It's true. He he's comes yelling at me. him in the ring. Yeah. <laughs> Nobody's better than this guy. Beat the ugly off of him. It's going to take a long time, but you can do it. But you can do it. Exactly. <laughs> yeah. So, I mean, he is one of those great actors that you can't, like, you can't not know who he is. You can't mm. not understand how amazing he is he's won two oscars now he's won two oscars mm-hmm. he is one of those people that he has two names but you could just say one name and everyone will know who the fuck you're talking about yeah you say denzel who the fuck else do you think they're talking about you like, you want to go to that new denzel movie you're gonna be like denzel washington Den- no you gonna say <laughs> uh yes girl oh fuck yeah even his bad movies are good movies that's how i feel. there you go so, uh, yeah. I wouldn't say that this is his strongest performance he's ever done, mm. no, but oh God, it's no. a damn good movie. It's a Spike Lee joint. It's a great movie. He does a great job. Um, this is what shit, I feel. That fucking whiskey, yo. I feel like um, he is good because he knows he doesn't have to lay it on super thick because he has actors that are working with him that are not necessarily at his level or even close to his uh, yes. Ray Ray Allen, he is nowhere near his level, and he has to spend the majority of his scenes with him. So mm-hmm. I would hope at least Denzel like kind of helped him out a little bit because I would love any gym that the greatest actor in the world could give. Yeah, for sure. Not only that, he's working with Mila Jovovich, who becomes a very very successful actor a- after this, mm-hmm. as well as Rosario Dawson. Mm-hmm. You know. Yeah. And we didn't even mention Homeboy, who plays DeAndre Mackey, who's in Drumline and all these other movies and I shit. I didn't mention him because I figured <laughs> we would in Drumline whenever we'll mention we do. Him later. I can't wait for us to do like a college month, right? That's a feel, good one. How do you feel I like about that? that idea. Drumline will yeah. be in there. We could do Back to mm-hmm. School. Do With Rodney Dangerfield? Yeah. Shit. We could do Van Wilder. Yeah. And there you go. That's a nice month right there. Right? That Line them good. up. <laughs> college month. I mean, we already did How High, but, you know. That's right. That's that a was more of a stoner movie than a college movie. So. I'll fucks with you, nonetheless. And we'll fucks <laughs> with each other. <laughs> oh, shit. Uh, this is so All weird right, well, doing this over the fucking... I know I there's like a delay between us and I hate it, but this is Corona time. 
some people know, some people don't, that Denzel did play basketball in high school. Uh, he was a uh, guard, obviously. Stands about 5'10 or so. What some people don't know is that in the script, Ray Allen, or I should say Jesus, was supposed to win 15-0. to zero. I have that as a fun fact. You're supposed to completely fact. shut him out. You want to hear about that? Go ahead. Okay. So, original screen, like you said, he's supposed to shut him out 15-0. Mm-hmm. Yeah. But Spike thought that it'd be fun if they actually did a real like game. And yeah. so the first four shots, mm-hmm. Denzel made straight. Boom. One, two, three, four. Killing it. And then I, <laughs> Ray was like, um... We're going to cut out all that lucky shit. Yeah, this is, you know, I can't let him beat me because how can I go back to the NBA with this old actor dude kicking my ass to the movie? So um, yep. I kept the camera rolling. Mad. And he made him them play, and he did ten shots in a row. And the crew, the cast and crew, were all on the sidelines, like cheering. Yep. And and at the end of the game, Spike declared Ray Allen the winner, mm-hmm. and he's the winner of the scene and the winner of the game. That's game eleven five. Yep. Because of that game, they recorded a lot of different angles, so we do get to see. How the Jake, in-betweens. Yeah, we get to see Jake actually scoring. Yeah. Other than originally, not. he wasn't supposed to score a single point. Yeah. And Which I'm glad not that only he does, that, because that makes no sense to start him off at the beginning of the movie, killing it, he's just making shots, bam, bam, bam. And then when it comes to the real game, he makes zero. At least put some in the, in the basket makes more sense. Yes and no. Like, he's an aging man who spent the last six and a half years in prison. You know, 23 and a half hour lockdown, you know what I'm saying? And so, Shoot you program, only get 30 nigga. minutes a day, you know, you're... <laughs> I'm sorry, I have to. Training day one day, coming soon, you guys. Oh my god. So, normally, you're not gonna see a young high school player who just won the New York State Championship beat a guy who's been spending the last six and a half years in prison shooting jump shots for 30 minutes a day. There's a good chance that he's going to beat you 15 to 0. Your legs just can't do it, you know. I don't care what kind of training you do in your cell. You're I don't in a know. six by six, and it's just not going to happen. I just imagine him like Hurricane working out in there like it ain't no thing. Yeah, but he's got a little bit of a gut, you know? So I don't know if that's the case. I don't know. But I can't hurricane... see his belly because he got this huge fro, and that's all I look at is this fro. <laughs> i never seen him with one, and it's weird. That's not true. We did see him in, in uh, Remember the Titans, but he had a baby fro. It wasn't like big as this one. It was a baby fro. You're right. Well, uh, either way, uh, something else that happened was uh, Denzel was fucking with Ray Allen a little bit. He's playing with his mind a little bit, telling him that he could not go for to his left. So he was he was telling him this a lot actually throughout the shooting of the movie. He would just throw it in there this that uh, here and there. Meanwhile, he was practicing two and three hours a night on going with his left hand, so that when it came time to play, he had a mental edge on Ray Allen. Denzel, you smart, brilliant ass. Mm-hmm. Fucking man, that's, a, that's you pretty smart, funny. sweet motherfucker. Sweet motherfucker. <laughs> I love is, to see shit like that. <laughs> that's pretty smart. I wouldn't have thought of that, but that's, that's pretty smart. 
He knew he was eventually going to have to play him. Yeah. Yeah. And uh, he did. Mm-hmm. And Ray Allen is one of the best to ever do it, man. Yeah. You know? So I guess it's time to talk about the man of the hour. I do want to say that we will do more Denzel Washington episodes, especially Training Day, because that's one of my faves. And any other Spike Lee movie, because he's in pretty much all of them. <laughs> Maybe Inside We still got to do Malcolm X. I feel oh, like yeah. Inside Man would be a cool one, because it's not really a Denzel Washington feeling kind of movie, and it's not a Spike Lee feeling movie at all. Like you don't feel that's like the that's one with him and uh, Clive Owen, right? Mm-hmm. And he's like, I got you. The guy's a bank robber. It's pretty good. Yeah. Okay. So Ray Allen plays Jesus Shuttlesworth, obviously. Jesus, 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 dude, that would drive me insane. Me too. He was just drafted into the NBA not a year ago. Came out during the '96 draft, like you were saying. He was picked fifth overall by the Minnesota Timberwolves, and he was immediately traded to the Milwaukee Bucks along with Lance, uh, I don't remember his last name, in order for them to get Stephon Marbury. So Stephon Marbury went to the Minnesota Timberwolves. Ray Allen went to the Milwaukee Bucks. Mm. I find it interesting that Ray Allen talks about Stephon Marbury in this movie. You know, when he's talking to Big Time Willie and he's in the car and he's like, yeah, but, you know, not everybody like Stephon Marbury made it out. Mm-hmm. And Big Time Willie's like, oh, yeah, 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 that's true. He's he's one of the few. He's like, yeah, well, if he can make it out, so can I. Meanwhile, in the actual real life, they trade Ray Allen away in order to get Stephon Marbury. That's kind of kind of a slap in the face. But either way... He went to the Milwaukee Bucks, and he started and played all 82 games his first uh, rookie year. And that rookie year, like I was saying, was stacked. There was a hell of a lot of rookies in that year, including Kobe, Tim Duncan, Baron Davis, a number of other players. Whoever got rookie of the year that year definitely earned it or was on the right team and was able to shine like no other. Like, I always thought Baron Davis was going to get Rookie of the Year, but he went to Charlotte, and he sat on the bench with a fucking clipboard the whole season. But Ray Allen, he uh-huh. did have to audition for this role. He said that it wasn't a lot of people think that it was just given to him, but he mm-hmm. said that Spike sent in him and a bunch of other basketball players to go in to, to read because he really wanted – we know you can, if you're in the NBA – I know you can play basketball, okay? Right. What I need to go. know is, can you act? Can you act? And so that was one of the things. Now, I'm going to say his acting obviously is the worst in the whole movie, but that's just because mm-hmm. that's he's not an actor. But that's because he's working with professional actors. When you work now, with somebody if- who's like Denzel Washington, how are you supposed to be any, like, how can you be good at all? Like, mm-hmm. <laughs> it doesn't matter. And exactly. So all of his scenes, he's working with professional actors. Yeah. He's working opposite of Denzel. He's working opposite of Rosario Dawson. Mm-hmm. You know, he's working opposite of Hill Harper. He's working opposite of Roger Smith, Zelda Harris, Bill Nunn. These are all well-established actors with many, many credits in their resume. Yeah. Uh, Ray Allen. So he played uh, for the University of Connecticut. 
He's third on their all-time scoring list. My dude, even though he's known as a sharpshooter, his game is all over the place. You know, he like they were talking about in the movie, he can defend, he can ju- uh, shoot, he can dribble, he can pass, he can work in a crowd, he likes to finish, he likes to do all of these things. Yeah. You know, but... His jump shot is so fucking clean and so nice and so precise and so reliable that that's what he's known for. Like, yeah. he hit 115 three-pointers in one season at UConn. Set the record. You know, I don't know all the basketball stats, but he does look good. And uh, I think Denzel Washington looks good, too. Not just like he's sexy, fine, he good. Does. No, 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 he can play. But like he him can play, playing, good, and that's important. It it feels real, like you know, he was a basketball player that just didn't have enough to make it, but still knows the fundamentals. And so uh, the thing about Ray Allen is one thing I'll say as an actor, uh, he did all right. You know, he wasn't bad at by any means. Like, not only that, he did a couple of things afterwards. Like he did a movie called Harvard Man in two thousand and one. Oh uh, wait! He did something. I've seen that. Did you? That, that has like uh, your dude from Entourage, right? He's in that. Adrian Grenier. Is the is lead it? dude. Yeah, 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 yeah. I've never seen so. it before. Hold okay. on. Now I want to know. Uh, it, either way, uh, he did that movie. Uh, he did something in 2013 where he was like a producer, actor, or something like that. And then <laughs> in 2015. He did Uncle Drew. And Which not I almost, only did he, I really wanted to do this month. I did. I love Uncle Drew. But it was a short. It wasn't a full-length feature. There's so a it short was just, out there? It, it was a short. In 2015, there was a short with Ray Allen, Baron Davis. Uh, I can't remember the dude that plays Uncle Drew at the moment. Uh, and J.B. Smooth also was in there. <laughs> so I would love to see this because I would love to see Uncle Drew playing Baron Davis and Ray Allen. What year personally. is this? 2015. Uh, it's got to be on YouTube. I'm going to find it. I'm a, Find it for me and send me a link. I'm going to send you. Yeah. <laughs> but Ray Allen is one of those uh, players who played not just for one team, sadly. He is a franchise player, but he never had a supporting cast until – he joined the Boston Celtics. Like, you know how nowadays there is like this big three thing that they try to do where they have three franchise players come to one team so they can win a championship? The Boston Celtics were the first to do that with Kevin Garnett, Paul Pierce, and Ray Allen. Did it work? Yes, it did. They won two championships. They beat the Lakers. They beat the Lakers. I know. They have a big rivalry. I, I totally understand. Uh-huh. I know the Celtics and Lakers rivalry, even though I think the Celtics floor, their court is the coolest court in the whole NBA motherfucking bay, even though they be That parquet floor. It looks so goddamn cool. I don't know what to do. But, yeah. It's a parquet floor. That's why. Uh, yeah, famous floor. So, uh, yeah. So, he went to the Bucks. He played there, then he played for the Seattle Supersonics, then he played for the Boston Celtics, then he played for the Miami Heat. He left the Celtics to play for the Heat. He won another championship ring. There was a little bit of bad blood 
between him and the Celtics with Kim Garnett and Paul Pearson, like there was something going on there. I don't know what. I don't want to speculate or comment on it because I don't have enough information uh, to say so. But the fact that he played for four different teams and still is regarded as one of the best shooters in the game in history like in my personal opinion he's in the top five of best shooters of all time so i would not be surprised if he ends up in the hall of fame if he's not there already and on that note i'm out (laughs) it went in okay (laughs) of course i got one more fun fact before we can uh finish the shit up so you ready for your last fun fact (laughs) yeah. <laughs> Give it me feels, that fun fact. It feels time. good with the headset doing this though. <laughs> <laughs> that BK Lounge headset, I love it. I call it my Britney Spears headset. Like, oh baby, baby. Okay. <laughs> That's how I always feel. Um, so the shoes that Jake buys, aka Denzel Washington, when he goes into the foot locker to buy the fresh new Jordans, he pays $150 for the mm-hmm. Air Jordans 13. 150 with tax. 150 with tax. And mm-hmm. if you wanted to buy those same exact shoes today, it'd be Oh either, shit. It'd be between $115 through $260. That's what I saw. So God damn. And one of them did say that he got game shoe. It did say it on I was like, oh shit, okay. I am on the right track. So, yeah. Okay. I got you. That's my last fun fact. Zenobia fades back. Mm. Well, cool. Let's wrap this shit up because I'm tired and want to pass out just like you do. I'm about to pass out right now. (laughs) (laughs) Don't you go nowhere. We got some shit to take care of. Okay. So you guys know what time it is. I know what time it is. Do y'all know what time it is? For the people. Yes, sir. So this beat for the people. It's called Ray of Hope Foundation, and it's a nonprofit organization started by our star of the movie, Ray Allen. And it helps out sports-related projects in the community for children who can't afford things. And they also partner with a bunch of other different foundations to help out children. I actually saw a short video of him um, at some school. And he has all the kids in the auditorium and he's telling them like how lucky they are because he came here and, you know, not just him, but he has a, he's lucky because he has a foundation that can help out children and he helped put new computers and such in their computer lab. So, I mean, he's out there helping, still doing some good shit. And if you need help or like to help, you know, donate your time, donate your money to, Go uh, log on to Ray34.com. That's their website. 34, is that his jersey number, I'm assuming? 34 is Jesus Shuttlesworth's jersey number, yes. Oh, Jesus? Well, okay, what yeah. was his number? Does he have a jersey? Who? Like, Ray Allen. Is that What was his – was that his jersey number as well? I think he had a couple of different jersey numbers huh, So maybe career. this one has to do with Jesus because it is – Ray34.com yeah. is the. I do know that like, when he was playing in Miami, they allowed, uh, there was a time when they allowed 
the players to put on uh, specialty jerseys. <laughs> and during this time, he had one that said Jay Shuttlesworth on the back, and it was number 34. Oh! That's and this cool. is when they... This is when he was telling Spike that he wants to do a part two about Jesus Shuttlesworth nearing the end of his career, much like Ray Allen, which I would absolutely love. Okay, I feel like it, it's it could happen because I it heard, could happen. I listened to an interview that had an interview that was prior to the interview I was listening to, and they asked Spike Lee like. Hey, would you ever do a sequel to He Got Game? And he was like, Yeah, man. All I need to do is get Denzel Washington to sign off on it. So then they asked Denzel Washington when they had him on the show, Hey, Denzel girl, would you do it? And he was like, Yeah. Is there a script written? Like, what's going on? And he's like, But if Spike says to do it, we'll do it. And then they talked to like Ray, and Ray was like, I would love to do it. And we have it be towards the end of my career. And blah, blah, blah. So, like, basically- everybody's on board. Spike. How come I'm Spike. sitting here in 2020 hey. in a disease-infested okay. world with no, he he still got game. <laughs> he still got game. <laughs> Thank you. Just, just titled your movie. Oh, my God. I love it. He still got game. Oh, he, he got, got game. game. He got game, no, too. No, two. I don't want two. He still got game. That's the name of that I one. like he still got game. <laughs> I got that's, brilliant that's ideas. real good i need people to hire me because i'm smart so yeah <laughs> you guys we've did it we made it through our coronavirus episode oh my god i feel clean do you feel clean i mean yeah i feel virus free we are you know six feet apart so this is good all right i don't like it not so even you guys, a little bit follow us on instagram you already are if you're watching us right now. If you're watching, you're already following us, follow which us we on appreciate. YouTube, Twitter. Or maybe you're just following me. <laughs> Either way. So follow Lights, Camera, Cocktails. Cocktails. Yeah. And so uh, if you guys have any Hollywood Close Encounters, any movies you want us to see, any questions you want us to answer, please email us at lightscameracocktailnoes.com. Get that S out of there. Get that motherfucking S out of there. And... Uh, yeah, please join us next week because we have a whole new month going on. It's going to be yes. wedding month. Wedding month. I'm so fucking excited for these movies we're going to talk about. Yeah, I'm kind of excited for them too. Dude, it's going to be a good month. It's going to be a good month. It's going to be fun. And the next time They're I... not all comedies, but they're all great fucking movies. <laughs> Wait, yep. three of them are. Three of them are comedies. Yep. We're going to laugh our asses off and drink our asses off and talk about some fun facts. Fun facts. Um, I'm very excited for next month. Me too. Starting next week. All right. On that note, we got a scene to do for you guys for next week. Mm -hmm. And uh, most of you should know this movie. If you don't, you better ask somebody. You better ask somebody. (laughs) All right. Uh, You ready to do this scene? As ready as I'm going to be. All right. Then here we go. (laughs) In three, two, one. Jeez, you know, that information could have been a little more useful to me yesterday. I've been talking to my friends for the past few days. Oh, here we go. And I think I figured out what's been bothering me. I'm not in love with Robbie now. I'm in love with Robbie six years ago. I'm in love with Robbie, the lead singer of Final Warning. I used to come to your concerts and you have your silk shirt all open and... Your 
spandex pants and used to sing into the microphone like David Lee Roth. I still got the spandex. I'll put them on right now. <sighs> That's not the point. When I woke up in the morning, I realized that I was marrying a wedding singer. I mean, I would never, I'm never going to leave Richfield. Why do you need to leave Richfield? I mean, we grew up here. All our friends are here. It's a perfect place to raise a family. <laughs> yeah, sure. Living in your sister's basement with five kids while you go off to do gigs every weekend for about $60 a pop. Once again, things that could have been brought to my attention yesterday. <laughs> <laughs> I can't wait. Oh, my God. <laughs> yeah, wait. It's gonna be a good. It's gonna be good. It's gonna be good. Oh, I am very excited. I'm gonna do something with my hair. I don't know what, but it's going to be feathered and lethal. I'm. I. <laughs> I already know what I'm gonna do. And I may have a glove or two on. I don't know. It's gonna I be may, a fun ass episode. I may have We're a jacket get full drunk. of zippers. Who knows? <laughs> well, I guess that's it. We made it. All right, sis. This was fun. Yes. I love you. I miss you. you. Please stay safe out there. Everybody. For those of you, well, all of us dealing with this virus, stay safe, stay healthy, stay responsible, protect the people you love, protect the people that you don't know, protect the people that are across the state, across the country, across the world. Keep your ass in your house. If and you don't, don't go take outside, all don't the go goddamn outside. toilet paper and all the meat and shit just because you want to stock up your goddamn house. That ain't fair. There's old people and sick people out there who need Seriously. this stuff and they can't get it because you wanted to have two years supply of toilet paper. Be respectful. Be responsible, people. Be respectful. Be protective of the people that you're not seeing. Yeah. Uh, on that note, we are out of here. We will see you guys next week on a new episode of Let's Get Cocktail! Jesus! I've been catching the Holy Ghost!